Hey, Gavanan friends, welcome to the Lord of the Rungs podcast, the only Tolkien podcast the professor himself would dismiss as juvenile and crass. My name's Dan Zerby. I'm here with my good friend and co-host Sean Kelly, and together we'll be discussing the writings, adaptation, news, games, and anything else regarding J.R.R. Tolkien's Legendarium in a way that he would not approve of. This is our last regular episode of the season, isn't it, Sean? Yeah, it may yeah. or may not be our last of the season, but you'll just have to keep yeah. an eye out. Yeah, you're just going to have to yeah, keep an eye on that. <laughs> keep those ears uh, peeled. Podcast feed or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah no, you're, that that would be it. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I'm glad I got it right then. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, part two of our uh, exploration of, of the Silmarils. It's the, yeah. the sort of Silmaril experience, if you will. Yeah, yeah that's right. It's, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so before we get into all the Silmaril shenanigans. <laughs> Silmanigans? Get... No, that's stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I said that out loud. <laughs> it's okay. Well, uh, we definitely won't get it in post. Uh, yep. For, I mean, you know, speaking of uh things that we should never have said yeah i gotta i gotta don my dunce cap here yeah uh, and you gotta crawl to correction corner yeah it's really hard to keep it it's a it's a tall dunce cap and i gotta keep it up right the whole way or else yeah. my penitence will be doubled uh that's right <laughs> Yeah, you son so of a I, bitch. <laughs> I made okay, okay. I made some claims. I made some claims yeah. last episode, and you sure did. Yeah, uh, I thought something along the lines of Tolkien, uh, you know, demanding there be ring pops to yeah. represent the rings of power. That's right. That's what you said. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I'm not sure where I got that from. I was definitely conflating some stuff. I just, I mean. Did you happen to have low blood sugar at the time? I think that's it. It was uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like in Paul Blart when he that made up thing where he just like he's like hypoglycemic or whatever, so he passes out if he doesn't get some blood sugar. I was just fantasizing about ring pops, and I mean As to be say, fair, it, they I, have... I've lived that life, so I lived that <laughs> life, so I, I get it. <laughs> so they're like they, they just look powerful, you know. So. <laughs> I mean, they do. They are powerful. (laughs) Yeah. They can spike your insulin. That's their superpower. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think they quite have the power to, you know, preserve an entire civilization in time. Yeah. I I mean, probably not. I mean, I've never tried to use one for that purpose, but I don't imagine it would be very successful. Yeah. There might be one... Like a you know like a sweepstakes sort of situation, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Just mix in with it like a Char- Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You get an Elven Ring of Power, um, <laughs> but you know as far as we could tell, uh, I I'm pretty sure. Tolkien would either think that Ring Pops were gaudy or uh, you know just a fun little accessory yeah. to uh, delight the the young people. Indeed. So, uh, with yeah. that, with that out of the way, <laughs> <laughs> that bit of ugliness out of the way, now we can get into the good shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, last time on the Lord of the Rungs podcast, <laughs> we gave I, uh, we gave you all the introduction to uh, the story of the Silmarils, the first part, if you will. 
Um, it's a it's a long and uh, circuitous tale, but you know, sure that's why there's a whole long, complicated book written about it. That's true, and why we needed to do a two-parter on just the jewelry itself. <laughs> yeah, not to mention <laughs> all of the other adjacent stories. I mean, well, yeah, I was going to say, is like we are blowing through some of the story of the Silmarils because, uh, like, you know, like you just said, Sean, it's <laughs> there's a whole whole book about it. <laughs> so there's a lot that happens. And we can't go into every single little thing in one episode or even two episodes. So, But why don't we just get into every single little detail about what happens to the three Silmarils? Or at we least can, some well, detail. I was going to say, we'll do some uh, over, overarching detail. <laughs> yeah, we, could, we, could, we could summarize. Anyway, so when we left off, we left off talking about how... Uh, what the War of the Jewels was, which was the Feanor and his sons leading the Noldor to war against Morgoth to reclaim the Silmarils and uh, failing. Yeah, it, yeah the, I mean, the oath that they took to reclaim those Silmarils is yeah. even more important in the latter yes. half of things. Yeah, that's where it ends up really being a, a pain in the butt, that old but they, oath. They also, they made this really hardcore oath that, you know, ended up being basically the doom of their entire family. But yeah, it was basically, we're going to get the Silmarils back by any means necessary. We don't care who we have to fight or kill. We'll we'll get them back. (laughs) But after they lost the War of the Jewels, they kind of just... Like they were like, uh, you know what? It's fine. You just hang on to them for a bit. <laughs> they took a break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I did a break. It seems like the uh, the oath doesn't really leave room for a break. But they were just like, you know what? We'll just chill for a couple hundred <laughs> years and just see how this yeah. thing plays out. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah. So we left off there so yeah we left off at the war of the jewels basically being lost by feanor and his sons and the noldor um so the three silmarils are sinning in morgoth's crown on his iron throne in the north and he's just enjoying the the sweet sweet pain of them burning the top of his head yeah yeah so uh let's see I mean, I should we think... just get into Baron and Luthien? I mean, that's... Well, I was going to say, I think we should, but the thing is, Feanor dies. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. that last time. Yeah, so man. we don't have to get too specific. We'll get, as we've said before, we're going to kick the Feanor and his son's ring down the river a bit. Uh, but during the War of the Jewels, uh, Feanor uh, dies. <laughs> <laughs> like... It's kind Spoiler of alert. Like, kind of early like <laughs> the the quote unquote war of the jewels did not last very long yeah no you know, it effectively ends when feanor <laughs> dies and his sons are like we would love to take a break from this whole oath thing <laughs> so yeah i mean basically so, yeah. he just sort of charges the gate of uh, yeah. to try to yeah. get the silmarils back and then yeah he, he challenges morgoth 
to a fight and Morgoth's like, fuck off. I'm not doing that with you. <laughs> <laughs> like you, so, you, you need to earn that. And yeah, so he like, sends his buddies to take care of the mess. He sure does. So what ends up happening is uh Fanor ends up getting into it with uh Gothmog, Lord of Balrogs, the boss of uh the Balrogs. Yeah. And the namesake of that one really yeah. weird looking orc in the movies. Yeah, yeah the uh, Harvey Weinstein looking orc is uh <laughs> oh, yeah. That by the way, that that mar- that toasted marshmallow of a, of an orc that's named Gothmog in the movies, the makeup was designed to make him look like Harvey Weinstein because Peter Jackson hated the Weinstein brothers so much because they're giving him so much shit about these movies. <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, who knew how well that would end up aging? <laughs> I mean, right, seriously. And you'll also, also notice at the, uh, at the end of uh, The Return of the King, uh, when it has uh, Bob and Harvey Weinstein's names, there are two giant trolls uh, next to them. That was also very intentional. <laughs> Just some fun facts about, uh, you know, making Just fun a, of a, a, a little fun fact sidetrack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Back to back to Feanor and the Silmarils. So Feanor dies at the hands of Gothmog. Gothmog kills him, um, and with his dying Feanor's dying breath. He, like an asshole, (laughs) (laughs) tells his sons. So at this point, he could release his sons from the oath. He's dying. He's like, if if I'm not getting this back, then I guess you guys don't have to. I guess you guys can just live your lives. But no. (laughs) (laughs) Naturally. As we've said multiple times, is an asshole. And he holds his sons to the oath, is telling them that you need to keep your oath and avenge me. Like basically guaranteeing their fate is as miserable as as he is. is. <laughs> clearly, uh, clearly, his second most uh, valuable possession beyond the yeah. Silmarils was his uh, world's best dad mug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, guys, this is what happens when you value material objects over, you know, your family and shit. <laughs> you get killed by a Balrog. So, yeah, it doesn't end well. Yeah, certainly it really in doesn't. Tolkien's universe, yeah. No, certainly not. Uh, yeah, so, so yeah. they they end up just being like, yeah, all right, we we will, but yeah. um, we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna charge face first into the gates of uh, hell, basically, to go get these Silmarils <laughs> yeah. like you did. Yeah. So we'll just because that um, didn't work out so well, so we'll get yeah, to it. We're just going to chill and just see, see how this plays out. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so (laughs) Feanor dies, his sons, uh, effectively retreat for a little while. Um, and then what happens to the Silmarils? Well, Morgoth holds on to him for a little while until one little while, a couple hundred years, right? (laughs) Uh, yeah, probably it's, it's, it's kind of hard to say how long exactly these, uh, you know, also, like a little while in these between chapters is, you know, yeah. Well, yeah, not always, but sometimes it's hard to tell. Yeah, because uh, yeah, probably a couple hundred years. <laughs> Turin and then Baron and everybody would have been know, so... generations later after right. uh, the yeah. siege of Angband. But anyway, yeah. but uh, yeah, so that's when oh. we get into uh, Baron and Luthien. 
another ring that must be kicked down the river <laughs> detail wise at least yeah but, but i mean um for our purposes today and also spoilers for baron and luthien <laughs> yeah it's it's honestly probably it's one of my favorite stories from it, it's, it's one so of the good. most well-formed stories of the yeah um silmarillion like standalone so if you were looking to get into the silmarillion uh getting those uh like the individual books that were published more recently is not a bad way to start getting into it definitely Uh, yeah i will say i think reading some of the uh books that um expand on the stories of the silmarillion can actually in a certain way be a little easier because you can really get into the nitty-gritty and the different versions yeah. of it. But it, then it also is, can, gets confusing that way yeah. too. When you're like, wait, which version was in the Silmarillion? Yeah, I don't. It's strange because you, you read that book and it's like four different versions of the story. And right. one of them is uh, the Lay of uh, Lay of Lathian. Lathian. And Lathian, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's an epic poem that he <laughs> yeah. got like three quarters of the way through and it is so tragic that he never finished it because it is I know, it's, so it's beautiful it's yeah. it's not um it's not like like a a, a nice relaxing super easy fun read <laughs> but it is worth but it you, I think. you get into the rhythm of it it's, and it's yeah it's once you get into the rhythm yeah it's 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 like reading um it's it's similar to like reading shakespeare or like, like a Homer translation or of beowulf or something like that where it's yeah. like you just kind of have to or even in a certain different way clockwork orange where it's like you just keep <laughs> reading and the the context as you just read it it washes it, over it becomes you. easier <laughs> if, yeah, yeah it becomes easier the the more you actually end up reading it yeah um so yeah, it, it can be challenging <laughs> do, do you want to do a quick summary of baron and luthien or do you want me to uh i mean mine was literally like two sentences oh let's hear it (laughs) all right uh let's see when oh no i actually kind of get it in one sentence one silmaril is recovered from morgoth by baron and luthien as a bride price for luthien's father thingol that is that is a good way to sum it up there is i mean that's that's the whole thing there's so clearly so much more to that story there's so much more amazing parts of that story but yeah um that is that is that that is more or less how it goes down it's like that's that's the basic story yeah (laughs) yeah luthien's father demands uh silmaril from baron as as his Baron, uh, baron by the way if you don't know baron was a man luthien was an elf maiden and uh, Luthien was the most beautiful elf ever. So and, most beautiful, uh, yeah, Tolkien sort of uh, viewed his relationship with his wife Edith yeah. as uh, yeah. um, Baron and Luthien's love. Yeah. Uh, on their gravestones, it says Baron. On on Tolkien's grave and on his wife's grave, it says Luthien. It's very cute. Yeah, that's very sweet. Uh, really anyway, <laughs> it's very, very sweet. But anyway, we're not talking about just Baron and the Luthien today. But not sweet stuff. It's no. all bits and serious stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I guess, uh, yeah. So long story short, uh, Baron and Luthien do recover a Silmaril, give it to uh, uh, to Thingol, and... Um, Everyone lives happily ever after. <laughs> no, that's not what happens. So not quite. Not quite. So now, I guess, is when we uh, should mention the uh, now Glamir briefly. Yeah. So or, the, 
basically also known as the necklace of the dwarves uh this there's this other guy galadriel's brother who you saw in the shows and the dwarves he got along really well with honestly with everybody 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 (laughs) loved (laughs) finrod felagund was just the shit everyone loves finrod felagund he's gotta be uh one of the top elves of the uh first age yeah, for on, absolutely. In most people's list but yeah he's uh, just a good dude he's just a really really good dude yeah solid guy uh so <laughs> it, because of that the dwarves made a necklace for him as a gift yeah and um yeah he brought some gems back from valinor to middle earth and uh he had the dwarves make him a uh necklace or i guess yeah did they make it for him or did he ask them I think he like gifted the jewels to the dwarves and then they made it for him. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, that's, the yeah. is not really important right now, but yeah, um, it's, it's really not because uh, uh, yeah. Finrod is another uh, ring. We're going to have to kick down the river. Uh, I know. God, he's so great. great. Character. Uh, but yeah. also he... make has a very important role in the story of Baron and Luthien. Uh, yes, <laughs> but we don't even have to get into that. <laughs> Again, anyway, <laughs> basically, so... a dragon takes over Finrod's uh, home and yeah. is hanging on to the jewels. Dragon's gone after a while. Uh, <laughs> Another ring to kick down the river, Glaurung the dragon. <laughs> this, this guy who's Huge related. Dickhead. Yeah, not, not cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not a cool dude. <laughs> uncool lizard, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, Slimy H- worm. Huden is related to baron right he's like an uncle uh, yes like um like i think is the because hit morwen's son is i don't know uh basically uh hoden is another character that we will also have to yeah. <laughs> get to later but he brings the necklace back to Thingol, who uh, yeah is Luthien's father, father who's yep. who's the one who ended up with the Silmaril, and Thingol ended up having the Silmaril mounted on this. It's yeah. like the most beautiful gemstone being put in the most beautiful necklace ever made, and yeah. so it's pretty <laughs> valuable. The dwarves are basically like. So the uh so you know when in cartoons like they get the uh the dwarves got those money symbols on their eyes like cha-ching cha-ching oh, yeah. and then they were like all right um <laughs> what's the most convoluted way we can claim that this belongs to us <laughs> yeah and they were like uh, what we made it so it's ours by dwarven right, right. and then yeah. Uh, thing it, like, like we made it so pretty that no one else <laughs> should get it because we're so great at making yeah. shit <laughs> and then Thingol's like what are you talking about and they're like eh, we're just gonna take it so they kill him take, <laughs> yeah, take they, the necklace they shank his ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he gets yeah. uh he gets caesared uh <laughs> <laughs> the dwarves basically run away and they like kill elves on the way out or something and then yeah. uh and then the elves along with baron and a few other uh big names end up ambushing the army on the their way back to the yeah. dwarven stronghold and kill them to the last dwarf which yeah, they is... kill all the dwarves pretty brutally the dwarves in the first age are 
there are there's a lot of dickish there are some dwarves. like so a lot yeah of there are some honorable are not, ones yeah right so we learn in the hobbit that that i mean they that this is even mentioned in the hobbit the the now uh Naglamir without being specifically named uh but um yeah so those the dwarves that stole the necklace back with the silmaril they are not related to the long beards which is like the air of Thorn Oak and Shield. And I mean, Gimli just and every dwarf we see. Effectively. All, uh, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. So they're they're it's a different dwarf family essentially. Uh, but yeah, some of them are real jerks. <laughs> yeah, and that basically kicked off the strife between dwarves and elves that lasted for yeah. ever effectively (laughs) until Gimli and Legolas become besties. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, they, it's not like dwarves and elves don't work together again. You know, they do when they're making the, there's always, uh, there's always tension. Yeah. 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 The, their relationship is never the same after this. Cause it's like this huge betrayal. Uh, and obviously, you know, elves remember they hold grudge as well because those same people are still kicking around <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> yep indeed uh, yeah and then basically that uh they recover the now glamir with the silmaril and yeah. uh a lot of fancy names for jewelry in this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <they> really are <laughs> uh now and is kind of fun to say too yeah it uh, it it comes off the tongue in a nice way but uh yeah. they uh Luthien ends up uh they end up like giving it to her and she ends up wearing it uh and then giving it to their daughter who ends up yes uh well uh, do you want to take this over <laughs> <laughs> yeah this requires so, more summary <laughs> yeah um so that particular silmaril uh gets passed to uh Baron and Luthien's daughter Elwing who marries a name you might recognize, Arendil, the Mariner. Yes, Arendil, the Mariner. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, um, Arendil is a man who marries an elf. Yeah. Another, another A one fella. Yeah, Arendil is kind of the Baron and Arendil are man. like the best examples that of, of, of the, the race yeah. of men has ever had to offer. Effectively, yeah. Arendil is 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 the dude. He's also the father of uh, Elrond and Elros. Yeah, fun fact too. for you. Yeah, which oh. uh, when you once you know that there are a few times when you're like like that puts a lot of stuff into context in the yes. later. Uh, yeah, it really does. Later works, and yeah. uh, once again, this is yeah. another ring we're gonna have to kick down <laughs> to the, the river into the all the way into next season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but to keep it short, <laughs> Arendil takes this Silmaril because at the at this point, Morgoth's just he's just kicking the shit out of everybody. <laughs> you yeah, know, he's he's, he's, he's virtually almost, unstoppable. Yeah, he's basically like, the free peoples are unable to 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 deal with him. On he's close own. to winning. Yeah, I mean, he's close to just taking over the entire all of Middle Earth. I mean, he's just yeah. he's just kicking the shit out of everybody. So what happens is Arendil takes the Silmaril and sails with it to Valinor as an offering to the Valar as a token of repentance and to just 
beg them, please, please join the fight against Morgoth. We are going like we can't we can't win without your help. Which is also a huge deal because he's immortal and he's immortal. They are They're never not supposed, supposed to. to go there. <laughs> yeah, this is I mean, it's it's only because he's basically doing this is suicide mission. Basically, he's not allowed yeah. to return to Middle Earth. He knows he's leaving his entire world behind. Yeah. Uh, but he's willing to do this just as a last gasp, just desperate plea to get some help to fight Morgoth because he's just too powerful for the free peoples to take on their own. It works. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it there, works. We, we really have to cut out so much I mean, there, but yeah. he, he wins. He ends a war of wrath. Basically. Yeah, he which is like the Valar Another come and down the river, really yeah. the whole story. But yeah, the Valar are like okay fine <laughs> we'll help clean up shop uh and, and yeah. arendel basically arendel ends up uh being given the fate to patrol the like yeah. basically patrol the heavens to make sure that morgoth can't come back yeah and like keep so an eye out. in the war of wrath spoilers morgoth is defeated <laughs> he can't be killed that should, yeah correct i mean yeah he's an immortal being he helped sing the universe into existence so uh, they they, killed, they kind of just stick is, him out in the in the dark where he has to sit with a bunch of uh yeah, lincoln logs and yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> kick his feet until uh, yeah. ragnarok effectively yeah basically um so yeah so it's a the war of wrath happens it's like a 40 year war slash battle actually it's just happening the entire time yeah and it's so violent the entire face of the earth yeah it's so violent it's so intense that it crumbles Beleriand into the sea it's this entire landmass attached to middle earth that just goes away Um, so yeah morgoth's defeated and the two remaining silmarils are taken from him by aonwe who is a maya in the service of manwe so he's manwe's herald He's actually one of the most powerful Maya. He's not a Valar, but he is as powerful as some of the Valar because he's just, you know, he's a Manway's yeah. herald. So, but again, is he, is he, he's the one who's like martially the most powerful in Middle Earth, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I so believe like, so. Yeah, yeah. If he, if he just 1v1, it would be like him and Tolkas or that would be like the fight of the, yeah. of, all time <laughs> yeah that's right yeah that's like that would uh, be a cage match that every single person would yeah. want to watch <laughs> yeah that's the fantasy match of like ali in his prime against tyson in his prime you know <laughs> so yeah. like that's that fight um but anyway so they take the silmarils um uh, and uh when the two remaining silmarils are uh taken from morgoth uh, there are only two surviving sons of Feanor. Remember those guys? <laughs> yeah, they've been biding their time not very effectively because most of them have no. died. <laughs> yeah, most of them have died. There's only two left, which works out because there's two Silmarils left. <laughs> and uh, two sons ready to be adopted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the two sons, Maedros, uh, Ma- uh, no, just, yeah, Maedros and Maglor. Maedros and Maglor, yeah. Yeah. They uh, they never forget their, uh, like we said, they took a little bit of a break, but they never forgot the oath because you kind of can't. 
because uh, you know it's an oath <laughs> yeah it's i mean you're an yeah. elf and it's an oath for the rest of your life it's it's like <laughs> yeah that's an that's an oath you're 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 held to it unless you're you released get but, yeah the one person as we said who could release them from this oath was their piece of shit father so they decide that they need to steal the Silmarils again. <laughs> they need to steal them back. So they kill a guard, which presumably is either a, uh, a Maya or a, uh, an elf. They steal the Silmarils from the host of the Valar. The fucking stones on these guys. I mean, I know we're talking yeah. a lot about stones, but I mean, Jesus. Um, but they, <laughs> so they, I mean, they didn't even really want to do this. They, they're, they're weary of the entire thing. They didn't want yeah. to continue it, but, but they, I mean, they, they were just they had sort of to. forced and compelled by the oath. Yeah. Uh, and ever, so everyone sees them do this. Cause I mean, like they're, they're this is the train they're of just openly of <laughs> going back to Valinor. Yeah. They're bringing these two Silmarils back and then yeah, Majos and Maglor just kill somebody and steal them. And everybody sees it, but they're allowed to escape due to. Uh, a phrase I invented called blood exhaustion. <laughs> uh, it's basically, everybody was so tired from the War of Wrath that they're like, I can't bring myself to kill any more fucking people. Let's just let it go for now. <laughs> Let's just get back to Valinor. This yeah. sucks. <laughs> Middle Earth is a shithole. I don't, there's definitely... I, I like blood exhaustion because it's like, what is that even... <laughs> It's like they're just exhausted from yeah from blood. How much blood? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's going to be the name of my next record. <laughs> my next metal album. Is that gonna, is blood exhaustion. Blood, blood exhaustion. Definitely yeah. a metal, a metal title yeah, for sure. It sure is. Uh, um, so one thing I did want to interject with real yeah, quick uh, was a Mad Men of the West. Ooh, a segment a bit. Yeah, it's uh, it, this one's this one's a little late, but uh, you know, while we're on the topic of you know, it reminded me because we talked about the Naglamir earlier, but uh, we did. We were talking about stealing things again. Um, <laughs> yep, just in general, not even related to the podcast. It was outside. John and I were talking. Yeah, yeah. No, we're just yeah, we're we were planning yeah, really our next just, heist and then <laughs> really you really just let me sit with that. <laughs> yeah, I was like I was like, wait, were we actually <laughs> It's like, oh no, it's a bit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so it looks like we're gonna have to contact the law offices of Durin, Durin, and Fro. <laughs> Jewelry related accident. We'll pursue your claim to the ends of the earth and exact compensation from the long-eared, short-lived, and green-skinned alike. Yeah, I just don't think there's enough uh, legal representation yeah, that's know you're right. in, like mentioned in Lord of the Rings. So, I mean, like, you know. Yeah, you. I what, mean, the first stage was the, very litigious. Yeah, that, I, I mean, mean there, there are many instances where, like, I mean, what if there was a good... If there's a good lawyer team, I mean, you're telling me that they couldn't have just sued the pants off of Morgoth and just gotten him to relinquish right? the Silmarils? Yeah, I mean, or just yeah. like, oh, Morgoth, stop messing around. You know, let's just send a cease and desist letter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure this will take care of that, it. <laughs> you're right, yeah, they'll cover it. 
Yeah, there's way too much extra legal. Uh, it's like vigilantism going on in the first yeah. stage. You know, I think we we need to go through the proper channels, and maybe this yeah. whole thing will be resolved properly. Now I'm, see, now I'm imagining like a Judge Duty type show, except it's Mandos instead of uh, <laughs> Judge Duty. It's just the halls of Mandos. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh... It's like don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining, Feanor. <laughs> That actually would be a pretty kind of great idea. Goofy spinoff, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, just that <laughs> we the... got two men out of the West for one, everybody. <laughs> like the Free People's Court. <laughs> yeah, oh shit! There it is. Yeah, the yeah. Free People's Court. <laughs> Except the Free Peoples of Middle Earth are angry at Morgoth for what he's done. Yeah, it, it feels a little disingenuous to say it's the free people's court and then try to put people in jail afterwards. Yeah, well, uh, you know. Yeah, well, Morgoth's you know. They, earned, he's earned it. He, you oh, know, he deserves like... it, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one episode that uh, uh, would definitely not... <laughs> yeah. There wouldn't be anybody sympathizing. Well, no, no I mean... Yeah, there definitely would. Yeah, no, there's always some jackass some, on some uh, reddit ass, yeah. who's yeah, dummy on reddit who's like morgoth did nothing wrong vanor did nothing wrong <laughs> anyway great bad man of the west segment yeah thanks that was good. Uh, no, it was great. <laughs> i definitely so, heard the whole thing there were no technical problems whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> all right back to the uh yeah. silmarils here so yeah. they stole the two silmarils back the two sons they of sure Fandor. did yeah and Madras and what did they what did they end up doing with them uh well the first thing they did is burn the absolute shit out of their hands because of their deeds and yeah. all the terrible shit that they did they are unclean yeah so... if you remember the checklist of what's gonna burn be burned by a Silmaril. <laughs> yeah. Mortals, uh, yeah. the evil and unclean, uncleans yeah. right on there. Yeah, when they were hollowed by Varda, Queen of Arda. Great rhyme. Wow, they, uh, I yeah. have never That's... thought of that rhyme. <laughs> Arda, Queen of Varda, she hollowed them. Motherfucking Silmarils. And uh, yeah, so yeah, Madros and Maglor, when they steal the Silmarils, it burns their hands, causing them great pain because they were just not great guys. Or if they were great guys, they did really bad things. So, you know. I think they're uh, nice guys, you know? (laughs) Like, it's like, uh, you know, I'm I'm such a good guy. Why don't I deserve a Silmaril? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Silmarils kind of always like a... pass over me, and then they go to go to these big jerks like Morgoth. Why can't I ever get my <laughs> share piece of the pie? <laughs> so they're basically incels, but instead of sex, it's just ownership of a, of a Silmaril. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, what God. I think. I feel. I think Nice Guys was like the original, right? Sort of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's a slightly different thing, but it's the before incels had a incel name thing, yeah. Describing their weakness, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. Well, we are approaching the end of the story of the Silmarils here, because uh, two brothers who have these remaining Silmarils, yeah, they're they're in quite a bit of pain. Uh, yeah, they're not enjoying their uh, no, sweet. They've... sweet uh... <laughs> <laughs> victory reunion yeah. with with these uh, silmarils yeah they're really not enjoying them they they're it's it's excruciating for them to hold and have these basically 
And they can't so, get rid of them really because uh you, you know they're bound to it. Yeah. Yeah, they can't it's not like they can be like, okay, Valar, we're sorry here, you can have them back. Yeah. So they kind of do a like, well, if we can't have them, <laughs> no one's gonna yeah. have them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean it's also yeah. like sort of a... well, <laughs> you to just tell them what happens and <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> So Maedros um, throws the Silmaril and himself into a fiery pit. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering, yeah. like, is that a, is it a, a volcano? volcano. I, you'd yeah. imagine, right? I, I, I don't. Or, or, are there just fiery pits around all of? Like, is this is this <laughs> yeah. just a standard? Like, you're sort of like sauntering through the forest, and then there's well, just this like gaping like, fiery pit. Well, I'm imagining like the destruction of Morgoth probably ripped, and 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 the War of Wrath certainly ripped holes in in the earth. So maybe it was yeah. probably around there. It was probably around like the edge of Balerion. It's, it's like those, it's like those animations on uh, like old Discovery Channel or whatever, where uh, <laughs> yeah. like the the Earth's crust was forming yeah, still, yeah, yeah. and all the vi- volcanoes are going. And he's just like, well, you know, there's a pit of fire right there. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you might know as what? well hurl myself into it. Yeah, let's. So yeah, he throw he casts himself and the Silmaril into uh, into the earth into a fiery pit. While Maglor uh, throws the other Silmaril into the into the ocean, he throws it into the sea. Um, not throwing himself in like his brother did. Uh, what does he end? Does he end up wandering the earth? Something like that. Great question. I'm not sure. That was not in my uh, research because that's kind of like part of the story of Fanor and his sons, which we just kind of glossing over for the sake of being able yeah, to actually talk about the Silver Hills. <laughs> yeah, well, it's also like we if we did a Fanor episode, it would have to be a separate episode for his sons. I think. Yeah, the his... more we're talking about it, the more I think you're probably right on that. <laughs> Yeah, it would yeah. be an hour and a half in and going, shit, okay, we bit off way more than oh, we can yeah. this. <laughs> Legend says that he still wanders the shores of the world, singing laments for his despair and regret. Oh, there you go. There are... Yeah. And, um, and quite a bit of regret he has. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he, the they, they all... Survivor I, I think of the Feanor family. <laughs> was it... Maglor or uh, Mythros that was... Um, like kind of the nice one who kept trying to it's so hard yeah, to keep one, them all one of straight. them is like yeah at least one of them is a little nicer than all the other ones but i i just yeah so um i Maglor guess it would be did adopt whoever's caliber father Elrondil, yeah elwings uh, uh he had he they adopted elrond and elros who were erendel's sons and yeah. he was actually like kind of a good guy, but I think he just kept. It was like he was in like a toxic relationship with the Silmarils or whatever. <laughs> like he just kept going back I to mean, them. That is and... exactly what the the whole thing is with uh with this with with Feanor, his sons, the Oath, and the Silmarils. Is that it's yeah, it's it's a toxic relationship. Yeah. There are there are good. a few like sort of familial tragedies in uh the Silmarillion. You know, like a Greek sort of tragedy style. Like Kurofin was the cool one. Oh, Kurofin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, but he, yeah, he ended up getting killed. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah he sure does. And that, I, I think Maglor was also like, he was generally not 
uh like he, he was, was he was, he was counseling more restraint and everything and he yeah. was uh i mean but once again they were all yeah. just sort of they were they were almost Act- like raids to the silver yeah. Hills. Yeah, actions speak louder than words, right? You know, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, murdering a bunch of elves to like steal yeah. the Silmarils back—it's like right for material gain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not so good. Um, um, but yeah, so it, I mean, that's that's the fate of the Silmarils, and oh, and right. then one of them also ended up inside of a tree. And <laughs> stop it! <laughs> <laughs> that's a Rings of Power. Uh, reference for you. Yeah, that know. that didn't happen unless yeah, the whole trees thing grow out the... of fiery pits or something. Yeah, or out of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, there, there aren't very many options left. For yeah, where <laughs> the silver. Yeah. I mean, we. I mean, we did. We we went into why that's goofy. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah. yeah it's, um, so the last real thing to know about the story of the Silmarils uh, is what will happen. It has not yet happened, but what will happen? Ooh. Yeah. So there they lie in the sea, the land, and in the sky. Until it is said that the Dagor Dagoroth, the end of the world, the three Silmarils will be... be... <laughs> yeah, almost, almost had it. Yeah, almost. <laughs> almost yeah, had no, it. I, started, I was yeah. like, I was getting into I was like, whoa, he's weaving a tail right now. <laughs> Yeah, this until like, I got something in my throat, and then I. Right, I gotta unbuckle my seatbelt from my uh, from my <laughs> chair here. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, yeah, the dagger, 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 the end of the world. It's uh, yeah, it, it, it's Ragnarok. It's Ragnarok. It's effect- Yeah, it's the Middle Earth Ragnarok, which is our Ragnarok, because Middle Earth and Midgard are pretty much the same thing. You know, yeah. Middle Earth, the Old and English is translation here. from the Old English. So yeah, <laughs> right. So yeah, the uh, after the the end of the world, the three Silmarils will be recovered by the Valar. Feanor will be released from the halls of Mandos, and he will break the Silmarils, as he refused to he's, do earlier. He's he's going to crack them open like a, yeah. a, cu- a couple of eggs, stir them up in a bowl, and then out comes <laughs> right. a couple of trees. Yeah, with that, with with their light, Yavanna will revive the two trees, and all of Arda will be in bliss forever. Yeah, also knocking down the. Uh, the two trees, I don't know if we ever mentioned this before, but their light was blocked from Middle Earth by the Pylori, which were, uh, it was a huge mountain range at the, right. on the east side of Valinor that just sort of like true. kept the heaven in. And, uh, yeah. well said, yeah. <laughs> kept uh, the and, heaven in, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's accurate. It's accurate. Uh, and, yeah, so at, at after the last battle, they're going to knock that down, and then everybody's going to be bathed in the silver and golden light of the two trees, and they're all going to live happily ever after after evil's uh, utterly defeated for the last yep, time. The end. The end. Yep. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right. So I've got another. Uh, I got a. I have a game for you. Ooh, a game. All right. Yeah, it's a bit of a. I mean, it's a choo-choo adaptation station, sort of. <laughs> chugga, 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 chugga. What I mean, we could have a uh, a Tolkien quiz show called "Who Wants to Be a Silmarillionaire." <laughs> <laughs> I like that very much. I like that. Okay, very much. good, good. Uh, <laughs> do Do you want to play the first round? Oh gosh, yes. 
Uh, just keep in mind. <laughs> golly, golly, mister, I'd love to. <laughs> well, gee, mister. Why does that remind me so much of the... the um... <laughs> Uh, you know in Hercules when the uh <laughs> you know, the animated Disney flick when the demons uh take the form of children to lure Hercules into oh, yeah. the, uh, Hydra and they're like, Oh gee, mister. Uh, sorry, yeah. I just had like a really Okay, anyway. <laughs> it's, it's it's been a good twenty, twenty five years since I saw that. But yes, yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been at least a few weeks for me. Uh all right, so I it's oh been a God, long time I since I've spit take. That, that almost made me do a spit take <laughs> and ruined my microphone. Uh, so I, it's been a while since I've watched uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, so I don't remember how it works, and I didn't feel like coming up with multiple <laughs> choice because I felt like it was too easy. And also, you'll see why in a minute. So, yeah, okay. uh, all right, are you ready to play? Do you yes. want to be a Silmarillionaire? Sure, why not? I mean, right. well, actually, actually, if that means I win a Silmarilla, it means the no, Sons of Fandor are going to come I after will... my ass. So I don't know if I do, actually. <laughs> no, I will play the game. I will give you the money that you win in this. And then, but if you get the question wrong, then uh, you get nothing. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's how game shows usually work. So. Yeah. No, like I will I will actually give you the money. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So who wants to be a Silmarillionaire? Uh question one for one dollar, who created the Silmarils? Uh that would be Fanor. Ding ding ding. Oh <laughs> yes. I I need a uh I don't <laughs> I don't have a bell. Why would I have like a bellhop bell? <laughs> yeah, I mean, why would you? Yeah, I mean uh, because I should. <laughs> I mean by now, I guess. But yeah, all right. Well, I'll think of it for the props for the uh, for the props that uh, would generate really bad audio, like your slide yeah. whistle. <laughs> hey, watch out for season two, motherfuckers! We're gonna have all of, we're gonna have all the sound. Effects. I, I'll have a gavel too, even though that's not a really a bit anymore. Yeah, we change. Yeah, we change the name so it doesn't work as well. But we're <laughs> gonna stick to it. All right, for four dollars. Woo! All right, it's getting getting this harder. A, who's this? Was a bit of a trick question. Who desires the Silmarils? Everybody. Ah, ding, ding, ding! Yeah, <laughs> you did it. I mean, yeah. literally everybody, though. It's true. <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah, everybody. <laughs> literally everybody wants them. I don't think anybody doesn't want them unless yeah, Tom that's... Bombadil took a yeah. look or something. Right. Well, that is what Van Halen wrote. Uh, everybody wants some was written about the Silmarils. So that's a little fun fact for you guys. Oh, okay. I I think it was uh, also <laughs> pour some sugar on me. was also about the Silmarils. Also 100% true. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, for $17. <laughs> where do the three Silmarils now reside? Uh, well, one uh, is in. Yeah, you can do the, the summer. Yeah, yeah. One is in. Uh, in the depths of the earth, and the other one is in the depths of the ocean. Uh, I'll accept that. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I, I said it was yeah, earth, sea, and sky, earth, sea, and heavens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, anything like that. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> For eighty dollars. Whoa. What, what was the name of the war that ended the first age? Uh, it's the, the War of Wrath. Ding, ding, ding. All right, you're yeah. not allowed. You're not allowed. You got to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> oh wow! 
without uh, referencing anything, name the seven sons of Feanor. Oh, shit, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to be able to. All right, all right. All right. See, yeah. see how many you can get. Okay. We already mentioned well, uh, two. Maedros and Maglor. Uh, I already forgot the one that I also just mentioned, the father of Celebrimbor. Uh, Kurofin. Yep, yep. That's, um, I mean, that's probably better than I could have done without having <laughs> looked this up to uh, <laughs> come up with this already. Um, I will give you a hint. Uh, there are three C's and two A's left. Uh, uh, well, you named one of the C's, but there are two yeah, C's so and two Maedros, A's left. Yeah, so Maedros, Maglor, Kurofin, Kelegorm. Yes. Um, and I, I, I don't, I don't know. No, that, uh, that is, I mean, I have them over 50%. I mean, yeah. I, I opened up, I Googled it, but I, Mithros, I didn't know the other ones. Maglor, Kelegorm, Karanthir, Kurifin, yeah. Amrod, and Amdas. Amras, yeah. Well, it's too bad I didn't win. All right. Well, it just for couple, fun. A couple grand for me. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple, just 250. <laughs> Disappointing, but. Uh, so just for fun, for $1 million, do Uh-oh. Balrogs have wings? They do not have wings. Or if they have. If you, they have wings, they're metaphorical. No, wings. you can't. No, like you didn't see the movies, the Balrogs have wings. <laughs> <laughs> then how come two of them we know die from falling? Why would they not then fly? They're vestigial like penguins. That's stupid. That's <laughs> yeah, I wa- that was stupid. that was my that was my fail safe question in case you actually were able to guess the uh, <laughs> yeah, the seventh move- runs. Thanks for moving the football on me, Lucy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to give you an actual million dollars, you fool. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I was never going to. I was never going to win. I, I? I would have given you 17 if you'd stopped there, but you got greedy and went for 80. <laughs> I mean, I didn't get greedy. You just asked me the question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm not going to give you a chance to actually take the $17. (laughs) That's like, you're a a homeowner now. You can't afford that shit. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'd have to get change from you or something. It would just be weird. (laughs) Can you you imagine? I don't know how it's going to work otherwise. (laughs) Can you imagine that you you win who wants to be a millionaire? It's like, oh, man, we only have a million five. Do you have a? <laughs> yeah, it's like, do you have some? Do you have change? Can you make change? Yeah, you you want a hundred grand? I don't. I, I only have a two hundred thousand dollar bill. Can you? Uh... <laughs> yeah. Can you make change with this? Uh, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> that's yeah. that's the, the Silmarils. Yeah, that's the that's the story of the Silmarils. You're welcome. Some some really Everybody. important rocks. Yeah, they really are. Indeed. Yeah. So, I mean, was there anything else you wanted to touch on in this? I, so I think, no, I think we might, uh, there might be one last special before the, uh, yeah. end of the year. And yeah, you know, we, as, I think we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I, as far as the season reflections and whatnot, I think we're going to, uh, you know, we'll, uh, We'll we'll leave that sort of retrospective stuff to uh, that episode, and uh, yes, just keep indeed. an eye out for that. Yeah, but yeah, this is it. this is it. This is the end of our first season regular episode. 
Good job, yeah. Sean. I'm very, I'm very proud of us. Actually, like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> we did. We we put out more episodes than I ever thought we were going to for certainly one season. <laughs> I didn't know how far we were going to make it with this, but it's been great. Yeah, it helps if uh, you just you just kind of have fun with it and don't look at the viewership numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, right. We, I, I will I will say actually in terms of that like I, I've made a lot of jokes mostly off air uh, but probably a little bit on air about how there's not many people who listen to our podcast but I just want to say to the people who do listen to this whether we know you personally or not thank you so much thank you it's really <laughs> cool that anybody wants to listen to us talk about this shit I mean it's it really is so cool just yeah. To, that anybody would listen to it is is awesome. I'm, yeah, we just wanted an awesome. excuse to talk to each <laughs> yeah. other about Tolkien stuff and nerd out and have fun. Yeah. And uh, you know, if anybody is you know listening and on board with that, then we appreciate you. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Thanks, guys. Yeah. On that note, uh, do you want to give us a fun fact about Tolkien? <laughs> I do. Um, well, today is, uh, well, actually, this episode is going to be released later today because we just kind of fell behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, but we got all this stuff going on. Yeah, well, you know, it's a very busy time of year. Today is the 21st of December, which is uh, happy uh, winter solstice, everyone. Happy uh, winter solstice. And, now, and since we're very close to Christmas, I thought I'd have a Christmas-related Tolkien fun fact. So Tolkien's favorite Christmas song, uh, yeah, was uh, actually, believe it or not, "Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo" by Rick Derringer. It's a weird choice, admittedly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd say so. It's, it's it, what it, it is. is. I it's it's not my favorite <laughs> Christmas song. I, I mean, it's top five, but it's not my number one. <laughs> so <laughs> is the, is it a is is this one of those situations where it's a Christmas song? Uh, because it was like made on Christmas or something, <laughs> <laughs> or like there's like you can hear Listen, a jingle bell faintly in the background, or am Sean, I just questioning be, it too much? There's going to be plenty of time to correct this later. Yeah, we have a we have a whole uh, season <laughs> break. To this is our cliffhanger. <laughs> this is, our is this a real <laughs> fact or not? Tune in next season, everybody. Damn, we, maybe we should have done a real fact. <laughs> no, just, it was just a keep, keep, uh, yeah yeah no, 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 sorry maybe we shouldn't wait maybe we should not have done a real fact is what i mean yeah we should have had a fake fact <laughs> yeah for this one <laughs> all right uh all right where can the people find us sir the people can find us on instagram sean uh you can follow us and send us a direct message if you like uh, our handle is Lord of the Wrongs Podcast. You can also send us an email at Lord of the Wrongs Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, uh, slide into yeah. those DMs or those GM Do it. mails. If G-mails. you're hearing this and you want to and you are considering writing in, do it. Really, you'll definitely get a mention on, in an episode. Even, even if you just want to send a winky face or something. Yeah, yeah that'd be fine sounds yeah. cute it's kind of sexy flirty i like it yeah anyway uh, that's what we were hoping for <laughs> yep. all right <laughs> all right with that zerb uh how about we say namadie namadie friends thanks namadie. so much for listening and we'll see you next season see you next season yeah.